Yeah, I, I think that we can we can start this conversation off by by squashing our our beef. <laughs> oh yeah, we we did have some. We did. <laughs> you know what though? What's so funny was that um, I thought that it, it, when you when you're on social media and you're talking to people mm-hmm. and you're engaging people, you forget like this is another person. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, you know, I mean, luckily, like, you know, nobody that I've engaged with and I was engaging with in, you know, that in that time, which was, you know, 2020, the election, all that nonsense yeah. that was going on um, that we all yeah. got sucked into. Um, mm-hmm. Like, luckily, it wasn't like disrespectful. Um, I mean, it did like, you know, it did get a little a little heated. But it oh, was yeah. also, but it was also like you know, at the end of the day, number one, most of us don't know each other from Adam. Exactly. But, yeah. Number two, why are we arguing? You know, it's you know, like I understand, like you know, having different ideologies and having different forms of belief, but it's mm-hmm. also like you know, number one, uh, no, not number one. This is actually number three now. Um, <laughs> I was watching the thing during the election last year. Yeah, last year during the election, and they were um, they were interviewing people in Nevada who had had to go back and get their um, they lost. They had they had some some form of missing information, and mm-hmm. um, one of the guys on there was like, you know, you know, um, we we've been just hanging out, we've been talking, you know, and he said the funny thing is is that nobody has asked who they who the other person is voting for. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's because that's how it's freaking supposed to be. That's how life is supposed to exactly. Yeah. And before we get too far into it, I just want to no, say in 2020, mm-hmm. but all of this was planned. Like we were, we were basically all mm-hmm. of us, doesn't matter what side you're on, mm-hmm. we were put into this mindset of, oh, you're either for me or against me. Yeah. Well, that's not true. Because, and like you were saying, that person's a human. And I had to come to this realization, you know, at the end of the day, like, Mm -hmm. even though we don't know each other super well, like I want what's best for you. I'm for you. I don't care who you voted for. Yes. We, we might think that certain issues are more important than other issues, Yeah. but you know what? That Mm -hmm. doesn't make you any less of a person than me. And also it has to do with what we were taught, you know, growing up, what was important to you know, yeah. by our parents, yeah. by, you know, the school we went to, mm-hmm. what we grew up in. Mm-hmm. And of course, everyone has a different story. So everyone's going to have different opinions. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw, I posted this the other day and it was, mm-hmm. um, it was basically, if you put a hundred red ants and a hundred black ants yes, in a jar, I did see that. they're not going to fight. They're going to live happily together. It's not mm-hmm. until you shake the jar mm-hmm. where they start fighting and wanting to kill one another. Mm-hmm. And who who's what's the evil? The evil isn't the ants. The evil is the person who shook the jar. And I think that we all fell for this, you know, we thought we had power. It didn't matter who you voted for. Things yeah. were going to happen. Yeah. I, you know, my personal opinion, I think that things were going to happen no matter if anyone went to go vote or not. Mm-hmm. It was what was done was going to be done. Yeah. No matter what. Mm-hmm. And I remember there were a lot of people who I, I never ended relationships with anyone over 2020, but there were Mm -hmm. a couple of people who were like, Oh, I can't, I can't be friends with someone who doesn't agree with this or whatever. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. That's totally fine. I never, you know, I will say I I did handle that. Right. I was like, if you want to walk away, if you don't want to be pissed at me, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But you know, mm. to me, it's not worth throwing away a friendship, especially now, now yeah. that we know what we know. Yeah. And now that we've seen it all play out. Yeah. I mean, everyone's evil. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's evil. You know, involved yeah. In a certain level of power. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, what was wild was that I remember like, all right, you know, we were, I was definitely on the, ah, oh, yo, I don't even want to say that because to be honest with you, now that I look back at it, it was like, yo, you were so sucked in and you were warped into yes. it. And it was like, I'm not even like political like that. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm exactly. not. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm not. Like, my thing is this, is like, I t- I, I've talked to um, people that, you know, I, you know, I was not cool with back in 2020. And mm-hmm. I had to go back and, you know, just rehash those relationships. Luckily, they were people that I know that I've known for a while and they were still my friends and we could mm-hmm. still come together and be like, OK, you know, I don't agree with this. And I'm like, well, I don't agree with that. But then there was a lot of things that mm-hmm. we did agree on. Like mm-hmm. there was more things that we agreed on than the things that we didn't agree on. Like, yeah. And a lot of that stuff is just stuff that like, you know, OK, cool, like you know, you want mustard on your sandwich and I want mayonnaise. Okay, cool. That's fine. Like whatever, you know, it's still a sandwich. It doesn't matter what you put on the freaking yeah. sandwich, but mm-hmm. um, that was just an analogy. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what was interesting was that I, I, I'm not that political. And when I got sucked into all that, you know, a lot of it was fueled by where I was in my personal life dealing with yeah. stuff still dealing with stuff from like mm-hmm. church and like church yeah. and all that stuff and then yeah that stuff just kind of like trickled into you know the election it trickled into yeah. you know the the social movements that were going on social injustice like mm-hmm. you know and my thing was like okay me and you me and you were we have we had sparred for we had sparred for like the majority <laughs> of that year we i think from probably like april <laughs> To about November, mm-hmm. me and you were yeah. sparring. Um, and you know what was funny though was that I lived to see what you were going to say. I was like, not because me too. I, I, was well, like, I always wanted to see. I'm like, oh, I wonder what he's gonna say about this. <laughs> I was like, I was saying, I was like, all right, all right, uh-huh, I'm gonna wait. Uh-huh. I'm gonna wait a few. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah, okay. And yeah. then I remember there was one time you reminded me that there was one time where I was so mad about something that happened yeah. that I was like. I I ignored your story. I like swiped across it because I was like, I don't even want to see it. Oh I don't even want to see what he said. But you, but you know what though? I and there was a I think something clicked mm-hmm. or something switched in me where I was just like, okay, you know, now that all this is over and mm-hmm. you know, we've had we've had our discussions and we've all, you know, have all mutually killed, tried to kill each other on social media. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 hold on. Wait a second. What's the good in all this? First of all, you're extremely outspoken, which that's, that's all. I love that. I love extremely outspoken people and you're extremely opinionated. I am very opinionated myself, stubborn and fiery. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say what I got to say. And I don't care what you guys say about it. You know, also it's extremely insightful. And that was the thing where it was like, okay, so Everybody has a different take on what's going on in 2020 and also mm-hmm. what's what happened with the election, what's going on with, you know, the media, what's going on with um, the social injustice that's going on. And I had to catch myself sometimes because I would get sucked into it and then evidence would come out, for example, of a certain issue. Like, let's say, you know, mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's another, um, you know, another uh, police brutality case. And mm-hmm. I remember the, the one that came out back in, uh, I don't even remember what, what, what month it was, but I do remember there was a Wendy's involved. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, just like everybody else. Oh my God. Outrage. Let me throw this mm-hmm. up and then I'll show my outrage and I'm upset. Okay, cool. Yep. And then a couple of, you know, a couple of posts and a couple of days later I go, oh shoot, hold on. Wait a second. Um, Ooh, yeah, what happened? Yeah, I, you, you know, and it's like there is a hundred percent a uh, an agenda going on. Um, and yeah. but but that was my thing though. I was never like, mm-hmm. oh, there's no agenda going on because again, I'm coming from the speaking on you know um, social injustice and police brutality and racism in our country. I'm coming from it from the this perspective of an African American male in, you know, Mm -hmm. in America. And I'm also going off of what I was raised and what I had been taught by my family, by my friends, by other, you know, African-Americans in, in, in the community, um, you know, by TV, I'm getting all that stuff. So then that all fuels my belief system Mm -hmm. about America, about politics, about white people, about the president of the United Mm -hmm. States, about police officers. And then, and then I have, 
I'm going, I'm going to war with you and you have a different <laughs> mindset and you've been taught mm-hmm. a different way. and You've seen things differently. So now mm-hmm. we're having this meeting of the minds, but it's yeah. not, it's not healthy. It's more so exactly, you know, you're wrong. I'm right. And, you know, and it's like, but we should have had like, a, we should have been doing this a while ago, but we never a did. A while ago. So what I, I want to start back with when you said that you had stuff going on in your personal life and it kind of yeah. fueled your fire. Yeah. So I, that's 100% accurate. So mm-hmm. imagine it's like all of us, we have like this garbage can that we carry around with us. Like someone said something to me when I was sick, someone hurt my feelings. Someone did this, some, you yeah. know, you said church yeah. hurt, which we can go in on church hurt later <laughs> if you want to, but you have this garbage can of stuff that you just it fills up with every little thing and then you carry it around with you. Yes. And then you dump it out on other people that don't deserve it. And I I did the same, I did the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've known stories about, um, you know, things happening to people, you know, I'll tell you, for instance, I, Mm -hmm. when I was very young, my, I had a teacher and her daughter was killed by an illegal immigrant And he went, he left the country and it was horrible. Like, Mm. so for me, when it comes, when it came to things like illegal immigration and people coming in on the border, over the border, my thing is Mm. I know someone, I knew her. She literally was just killed in cold blood and he never got caught. And so, and, and for me, it's hard to see other people's side of the story because that's what my side is. Mm-hmm. My side was pain and we were very close. Me and her were very close. She was like a second mother to me at mm-hmm. this time mm-hmm. and she's never been the same. And so, and I've seen, you know, I follow angel families that talk about people who have died because of, you know, stuff going on at the border yeah. and people who were in their homes who got killed and, you know, and I know not everyone's bad. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to come over here, most of the time you want to work really hard and you want to be good. But for me, that was such a big issue because I'm like, okay, this is my experience. This is what I remember yeah. happened. Yeah. But anyway, so you carry this garbage can around and you dump it on people who don't deserve it mm-hmm. and you get mad. And, mm-hmm. you know, like with what happened at the Wendy's, yeah. um, I remember that story. And so now I, when anything comes out, I wait a couple weeks before I even develop an opinion <laughs> because, yeah. be, and you have to though, you isn't it to. so sad? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what news, you know, mm-hmm. you can be watching Fox or CNN, MSNBC. It's all the same thing. They mm-hmm. have their, mm-hmm. they have their opinion for their mm-hmm. political side mm-hmm. and then they run with it. They're reporters, they're anchors, mm-hmm. they are so biased. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. even news anymore. No. It's listen to me, you know, complain yeah. about what I think everyone mm-hmm. else is doing wrong. Mm-hmm. That is not what news. That is not, mm-hmm. it's not. So and I used to listen to the news every day. I used to watch podcasts. I used to um just fill my head with all of this stuff. Oh, and God it bless was, you. It's not good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not good. I mean, you can only last that <laughs> yeah. way for so long. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we dump a lot of the stuff that we, you know, people say stuff to us, they hurt our feelings. And then we carry that with us in life. And, you know, unforgiveness and bitterness mm-hmm. comes out in the form of anger. And I will say yeah. there were things that I took out on other people who didn't mm-hmm. deserve it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you've really got to, you got to check yourself and you got to make sure. And it's just saying, okay, am I, let, let me think about this before I do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> before yeah. I say this, before I put mm-hmm. this out there, before I make a comment. And mm-hmm. when I really think about it, there've been so many times where I've almost commented, I've almost posted something and I'm like, okay, no, it was, who was it? I think it was Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, whenever someone would say something about him or mm-hmm. slander him, he mm-hmm. would write a letter defending himself and put it in his desk. And he'd say, I'm going to wait a week <laughs> and he'd come back a week, a week later. Yeah. And he'd be like, I have so many other things going on. This is nothing. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, wow. I don't, it's not worth my time. Wow. And that's what we really need to start doing. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll be a lot nicer and mm-hmm. society, even though you know, there are higher powers, people out there trying to separate us and they don't mm-hmm. want us to love our neighbors. They don't want us to be friends mm-hmm. with people who think, uh, you know, differently than we do. Mm-hmm. We got to, we got to really stick it 
Um, like, yeah. who cares? You yeah. know, like I said, yeah. I want what's best for you. I'm for mm-hmm. you. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care that you voted for someone different than me, or I don't care that mm-hmm. you value an issue over the other. Cause at the end of the day, I think you're a good person. Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> watching i actually caught Mm it with um the ahmaud arbery case uh yeah recently um i was Mm -hmm. watching because you know last week the uh the um the guys that killed them they got sentenced life sentence yeah so what was so funny though was that i was looking at um some of the news like you know posts and stuff like that and i was Mm -hmm. like why do they keep mentioning that they're white yeah in in the titles and i was Mm -hmm. like huh i mean i didn't go Mm. too deep into it because obviously the proof was in the pudding if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck it's a duck so i was just like yeah yeah like i was just like why is that necessary though they're obviously Mm -hmm. white you know yeah and even on the on the reverse side of it he's obviously black you know and also again black black man white cop Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like and yep. for me, for me, it was like, all right, you know, where I, where I honestly, the 2022 uh, stance that I have now with all this stuff that's been going on is to be mm-hmm. honest with you, I was so, I, I had, con- I know I did and I know you did. And I know a lot of other people did. We had consumed so much of that crap that, mm-hmm. you know, obviously like, yeah, a lot of that was important for us to be informed. I'm not, I'm never going to knock anybody for not wanting to be informed because that's important because that's the only way issues can get addressed is if we're informed, but there is Mm -hmm. also something that, you know, is, that's not okay. Where it's like, I'm honestly tired of seeing black faces only being shown either as a celebrity or as being killed by, by, from a traffic stop or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a shooting or whatever it is. It doesn't have to even have to be about police brutality. It's just getting to the point where you get tired of the, the, the uh, I don't even want to say the martyrdom because it's not even necessarily their fault. Because yeah. again, it's like, you know, it's, it's the, it's media and it's other stuff outside yeah. of that control. It's just like, you know, we're, for us as African-Americans, we're more than that. And obviously everybody, yeah. for most, most people know that and understand that, you know? So it's like, it's I'm, like you're mm-hmm. being used for clickbait. That's what it yeah. is when you say, Oh, white cop kills black man. Mm-hmm. And that's all it says. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say it could have been, you know, white cop accidentally like gets into an, a car accident with mm-hmm. someone and dies. No, that they don't care. The, the titles of these mm-hmm. articles and of mm-hmm. these, um, of these things coming out it's they're nasty it's amazing man. yeah it's really nasty and then you read the article mm-hmm. and it has the title doesn't hold any substance because it was actually it was an accident or mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. something else was involved i remember someone posted a video when that um the cop had there were these two girls and they got into a fight mm-hmm. and the cop the girl had a knife and was about to stab the girl in the neck. And so the cop like just had to reach and shoot her and, you know, in like a split second had to decide, you know, whose life was more important. Mm -hmm. And he chose the girl who was being attacked. And I remember one of my friends posted a video of, um, it happening, Mm -hmm. but it was edited and it was clipped. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is horrible. Like why did this cop shoot this girl? Mm -hmm. And, and I had to go and see the whole video, the eight minute video mm-hmm. before I realized, because it, it, the video and the article did not say 
that he was defending the other girl just and that, that this girl, her. yeah, yeah, this girl mm. was the aggressor. Mm-hmm. No, it just said that he shot her and mm-hmm. for no good reason, basically. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everyone's opinion, oh, well, he could have used a taser. He could have done this. He could have, mm-hmm. you know, done anything else. Well, taser, not as act. I mean, honestly, I, I feel bad for police officers. That is something that I would never, ever want to want to be. And I, I know a a retired cop from New York, Mm -hmm. the the poor man, he had been shot three times, stabbed Mm -hmm. in the back of his neck. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, he not only was work hard, but you know, his life fell apart. His wife divorced him. His kids hate him. Wow. And now he's retired living in Florida, but he would, he said it ruined his life. And he said, I will never, ever tell anyone mm. to be a cop. Wow. My, my, my nephew came to me and was thinking of pursuing it. And I talked him out of it. I said, don't you dare. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> don't you dare. Yeah. But that's, it's mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't want to be the person who has to determine if someone lives or dies. That's a lot I mean, of pressure. It's a lot of it's a lot. It's Mm -hmm. a lot. So, you know, Mm -hmm. the good ones, God bless them. I feel bad for them. And I know there are some some who shouldn't be doing what they're doing, Mm -hmm. but I think it's pretty slim pickings right now. Yeah, (laughs) but you know what? I'm glad that you said that because uh, you know, especially in that in that climate when everything was really hot two years ago, it was like Mm -hmm. having a conversation like this would have been difficult because at the end of the day, it's like, you know one it's almost like two two sides are fighting and anyone that runs interference or comes in the middle the other one is going to feel upset you know Mm -hmm. you know oh okay so you defend you're defending you know black lives matter and that you know and and to me that makes me feel like you are not supporting us and then on the opposite side oh well you Mm -hmm. like you support policemen and i see you posting up police officers but you're not posting up this and posting up that Mm -hmm. in regards to this and it's like okay cool i i I understand all that but at the end of the day again it's like it's that it's that pitting that we 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 pitting each other against each other and it's like yeah you know i remember no but i'm not gonna lie to you when like it was hard to see, you know, either people, you know, you or people that, you know, were in support of different cops and stuff like that. It was hard mm-hmm. because it was like in that climate, it was like also, you know, for us, you're hearing people say, you know, we don't care, you know, or they don't care about us. They're not respecting us. They don't see us. We feel invalidated. And that's all well, mm-hmm. that's all well and true. That's how pe- that's how people naturally feel. But also on yeah. the other side, you got to be fair. Cops are a lot of cops are not being respected on the streets. And also there are neighborhoods where, you know, unfortunately, mm-hmm. cops are cops are not welcome. But it also goes back to the history of, you know, obviously the law enforcement and then obviously yeah. stuff that's happened. But the problem with that is, with as well is that, look, if I get stopped, like, look, if I was speeding, I was speeding. You know, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. going to I'm going to I got to own up to that. I mean, I can lie. But at the end of the day, I, I was speeding or whatever it yeah. was. But also it's like, you know, I show respect to him because I also understand that that is a person. Look, he got a badge and he's got the blue one. But at the end of the day, he's still a human being. And I want that mm-hmm. same respect. Now, like you said, yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot of people in law enforcement that probably should not be in law enforcement or they're probably in law, law mm-hmm. enforcement for the wrong reasons. And, yeah. you know, again, it's like, you know, the cops should be, we want to be treated as human beings and so do they. And honestly, yeah. that's how it's supposed to be. Because at the end of the day, look, if I'm, if I'm at a Kroger and, and I'm letting a guy go in front of me, I have no clue if he's a cop or not. Like, you know, because he ain't wearing because if he ain't wearing his uniform, then I don't know who he is. Yeah. He's, he's just a person, he's just a human being. Just as just as much as I, you know, I'm more than just a black face, you know, you're mm-hmm. more than just a white face. It's it's ridiculous. But again, like we said, yeah. it's it's the stuff that is the powers that be, so to speak, that are creating yeah. this tension. Yeah. Well, and never in my life, I caught myself a couple months ago. Never in my life did I look at some growing up, mm-hmm. um, did I ever just say in my head, oh, you know, that's a black person. That's an Asian person. Mm-hmm. It was never, you know, race was never the first thing you thought about when mm-hmm. you saw someone, at least for me, it wasn't because my parents, I mean, we, you know, we grew, <laughs> we grew up in black churches, like mm-hmm. our best friends. And th- like It was just never, 
something uncommon to me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, mm-hmm. and my parents never, you know, had to have a conversation like, you know, uh, differences between this, that, and the other, because we, I mean, we were breaking bread with people every single week. We would have mm-hmm. people over at our house. So it wasn't something that they had to, you know, and I understand that, especially in the South, that there are people who, you know, they're only friends with white people. And, mm-hmm. and I get that it's, it's different. So for me, it was just, un- it, yeah. it was never, Oh, you're a black, you're black, you're African American mm-hmm. and I'm white. Yeah. And then when I got older, I remember, um, you know, just all of the, the race being so heavy on everything. Yeah. And yeah. everyone that's, you know, that's what we're talking about constantly. We're not talking about the quality or the character of a person. We're talking about what color their skin is. Yeah. And, yeah. and anyway, so a couple months ago, I'm like, I never ever thought about that. Mm-hmm. The first thing when I saw someone mm-hmm. and now the way the media is working and it's all of these are psychology tactics. They are used, they are doing this on mm-hmm. purpose. And that's what you really have to understand. Like there's a great evil out there and it wants to divide us. And, you mm-hmm. know, because they want, they want to do some stuff. They have an agenda. They want to mm-hmm. push some stuff. Yeah. And if everyone's divided, it's a lot easier for them to do it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so with all of that in mind, I mean, why, why, why would they want to divide us like this? Why would they want us to think about race? And you got to think about that. What's, what's, what's going on in their heads? What, what did they want? And for me, that outweighs the stuff that we could have conflict over Yeah. at the end of the day. You know, if you want to disagree with me, that's fine, but mm-hmm. let's agree on, there are some people doing some evil things. You have to um, do that. Yeah. Yeah. What, what really changed my mind about everything and woke me up a little bit was a year ago, there was a picture and it was a chess, a chess board. Mm-hmm. And on the chess board, there were pawns and, you know, bishops fighting mm-hmm. like, and you know, it was obviously animated mm-hmm. and fake, but there wow. was blood all over the chess board, right? They mm-hmm. were fighting to the death. Mm-hmm. And then over on the side, there were the King and the Queens feasting mm-hmm. completely off. Yeah. Enjoying themselves. And I'm yeah. like, exactly. We're doing all that. We're fighting each other. And they're reaping the benefits off of they're it. They're reaping all the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I guess it's, you know, the whatever is in me, but I don't want to give them what they want. Mm-hmm. Maybe <laughs> I don't no, want to no, do what yeah, they want real. me to do. Yeah. That's real. But you know what? Like, what's so funny is that when you we watch movies like The Hunger Games and we don't think that that's not <gasps> actually happening. I watched that when I was a couple <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I remember yeah. seeing it in theater and I was like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. This, this is going to happen. This can happen one day. But it's like, like it's it, happening. It is ha- yeah, it is happening. Yeah. What, what's so funny is like, I was talking to a, a friend of mine um, and um, yeah, we were at work and we were just talking and stuff like that. And, we, and he was like, you know, so did you watch, uh, did you watch Squid Game? And I was like, yeah, I finished that. You know, I killed that in like two, three days. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, what's so funny about that, about that show is that people watch those, watch that show and, you know, they got the TikToks and they got the tweets and stuff like that. And they're like, you know, man, yeah. this is crazy. Like as if a society like that is so far fetched, not realizing mm-hmm. that we're living in society like we're, that right now. We're yeah, we're, is, we're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. So it's like, you know, scary. Yeah. You know, and that's why I, <laughs> I said, you know, in 2024, I ain't voting. I'm not like, I'm not voting because you know what? I, I, I saw, I lost, honestly, I did lose, I did lose friends. Um, I did lose people. Obviously, you know, we came from the same church. So it's like, you know, I did Mm -hmm. lose, you know, probably people's respect or people's idea of me. I mean, granted, like some, some of that stuff was, yeah, some of that stuff was unhealthy anyway. So I actually appreciate, you know, the fact that a lot of that stuff allowed me to um, vocalize how I was feeling. But like you said, I weaponized a lot of my, my pain um, Mm -hmm. in that season of my life, because that was the one thing that people didn't understand was that I was going through a lot of pain. And 
not only dealing with my own pain of, you know, coming out of church and coming out of a church community. Now I got to mm-hmm. deal with, you know, me being a, being a, being an African-American man. Now I got to deal with, you know, you know, with pastors doing whatever they're deciding to do in regards to how they're handling COVID, how they're handling yeah. social injustice, how they're handling the, how they're handling the 2020 election. Like we yeah. all, co- we all collectively were going through it in 2020. And the problem mm-hmm. though, with that, was that we didn't do this. We yeah. we tweeted and we posted and we threw subliminals out there and we yeah. tribalized and I'm mm-hmm. I did I have a a lot a lot of posts that I that I use and I weaponize. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? What's so funny hey. though what's so funny though was that I remember um see you remember um I forgot I forgot what 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 uh which one of our sparring matches you remembered, but I'll tell you the one that I remembered was, I, yeah, I remember it, but you know what? It wasn't you, 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 mm-hmm. you, you came in afterwards. It was whatever, whatever his name was. And I'm not going to get too deep into that. And still that I'm still tight about that. I am not going to lie. Not about you. Okay. Me, me, we straight. We, we good. Someone else. Who yeah, came in and yeah, commented? Yeah. Okay. No, because that's what know, that's that's. I know what, who you're talking about. Yeah, you already know who is. We'll talk about it soon. I'm done recording because he kicked it off, and I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, cool." And I was already having a conversation with my with my mm-hmm. family about stuff that we were talking about on social media. So yeah. when he came in and he was, you know, throwing his stuff around on my page. I was like, oh, okay, okay, fine. So now me and him are going back and forth. And then me and you are going back and forth. And then people are agreeing with what you said. And I lost it at that point because I was like, these were also people didn't, that... Didn't you delete it? Did you delete it? I think I think so. I don't remember. Okay. Because you know what? I, I had never gotten to that point where I was like, you know what, man? Let me just... Throw this yeah, I was like, yeah. you know, I'm gonna just throw this down. I'm gonna drop the hammer. But you know what's so funny was like, yeah. I think like maybe like the day after, I was like, hey, by the way, I'm really sorry about what's <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, yeah. And I was like, me too. I didn't mean for it to get escalated. Oh my god. Point. It was, but because, you know, yeah. Because mm-hmm. in the moment you're like, you're going off of adrenaline. Oh, you're like, man. I mean, I swear when I get when I when someone would say something to me on mm-hmm. social media, mm-hmm. like my stomach would like hurt. And I'd be like, I have to, I have to respond and I know what I'm Mm going to say. And, Mm -hmm. and then a day later you feel terrible. Like, man, maybe I was mean. Am I mean? (laughs) Well, see, you're better than me. There's certain, certain times I will go back and go, ah, maybe that was a little bit too much for the most part though. I had gotten to the point where I was like, if I throw it out there, I'm throwing it out there. Mm If I need, if I feel like I need to like double back and go, okay, either I, I, I apologize for what I said, like publicly, or I, yeah. you know, apologize to the person, mm-hmm. um, you know, privately, you know, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's understandable. But that, that occasion, I remember because me and you had been going back and forth and also it wasn't just you. It was also people that, you know, were siding with you on certain topics and then people mm-hmm. were siding with me on certain topics. So, oh, yeah. It was like, you know, I was like, holy crap, what the heck is going on? Um, and mm-hmm. it, honestly, it all kicked off for me when the whole, you know, the the cold Colin Ka- I had post up a Colin Kaepernick yeah. post, you know, making the connection between, you know, Derek Chauvin and then Colin Kaepernick. And I remember I was just mm-hmm. going going through that. Oh, I have a lot mm-hmm. of infamous posts with in, in that in that year. Um, but you know, but you know what was funny though was that when it came to you, it was like, after me and you had kind of like, you know, we had kind of had like a stalemate where it was like, all right, we, all right, I, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to kill you and you ain't trying yeah. to kill me. Um, I started like observing, like, you know, because that was the thing, there were certain posts that would come up on my feed, uh, like on Facebook. And you had, the only person I saw who commented on it was you. And I look mm-hmm. and, I, and I read it and I'm like, Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. She's got a point there. He's like, oh, I don't really, I don't agree with that, but you know, you know, I, and at that point yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, instead of me looking at you as an opponent, now I'm looking mm-hmm. at you as like, okay, I actually respect you now 
because at yeah. the end of the day, we may not always agree and we may not have, have all the, this, you know, similar ideologies and beliefs when mm-hmm. it comes to stuff like, you know, social issues. But a lot of the stuff I was just like, oh no, as a person, I'm like, nah, no, nah, I can get behind that because at the end of the day, like I said, mm-hmm. you're, you're highly opinion, opinionated like myself. You, you know, are not afraid to say what's on your mind, like myself. Mm-hmm. You are not afraid to put your heart out there and say whatever it is, like myself. And it was like, oh, no, no, I can respect that because it's like, yeah, you, you just not you're not afraid to say what you got to say. are very similar and have very similar personalities tend to not like one another. They, they don't tend to be friends. You know, my friends are not like me at all. Mm-hmm. Most of them. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I've, I've, there have been sometimes where I'm like, man, you know, I wish I had someone who had really strong opinions and who would, <laughs> who would correct me and who would mm-hmm. tell me no, actually, but who knew enough to have an argument with me. I remember one time me and my uh, friends were driving okay. to Chattanooga mm. and I was like, listen, and I was like, let's debate something. And she goes, okay. So we debated something the whole ride there, two and yeah. a half hours. And it was, you know, it didn't matter what we were debating, but I was like, man, that got me fired up. I love debating with people. And so mm. I would start, it switched with you. You weren't an enemy. You were someone who I really would look at what you would say Mm. And I would try to think about it. Mm. And then there would be, there would be times where you would post something and Uh I would disagree, but then I would go look it up and I'd Mm. go do, you know, spend a couple minutes, Mm. you know, seeing, okay, what really, really happened Mm. within this situation. Mm. And then if I didn't comment, that was me kind of saying, you know what? I don't know enough. I don't Mm. know what happened. And so I can, I can maybe not totally agree with what you said, Yeah, but I can, I can know enough to know that I shouldn't say anything mm. or I don't even, yeah. I don't even want to go, go yeah. into that. Yeah. And you know, at the, at the end of the day, mm. you know, me and you can post stuff, we can put stuff on social media, but what's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's kind of where I am with all mm-hmm. of this. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't post as many things, as many political things as I used to. Well, I, I, don't, uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> think you're, you've been prodded yet. I feel like you need to, you know, somebody needs to come in and just, you know, kind of stick you yeah. and then it'll come out. But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, well, but check this out. Like I, what I caught in last year, and that's when I kind of had to get off the social media activism stuff, because part of that was also like, okay, it started, you know, started with the George Floyd stuff and then that kind of kicked everything yeah. off. And then we went. And that was a mess. Oh, my a, gosh. It was a hot mess. But they definitely played that, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Anyway, keep, finish your yeah. thought and then we can go back on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, George Floyd going into Breonna Taylor, Jacob Blake, Elijah McClain. Mm-hmm. We're going and we're going, you know, and, 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 the, and the majority of the conversation at that time was about Black Lives Matter and about, you know, mm-hmm. the black community and social injustice and stuff like that. Yeah. And then this year or no, not this year. Cause I don't, Lord know, God knows whatever go, whatever happens this year, I'm letting you know, you ain't hearing from me. Yeah. You, will, you will not no. hear from me this year. I am tired and I am retired. <laughs> I have had my fair share and I've had enough of that. That's why I'm in therapy now because <laughs> of that stuff. So because of that, yeah, yeah, because of that, man. So like 
2021, there was, you know, you remember the explosion that happened in Beirut. Um, there was mm-hmm. the, the the cube, the stuff that was going on in Cuba. There was the yeah. stuff going on in, um, I, what was it, Afghanistan? Um, I think there was. Yeah, something. at the end, mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. Um, there, we left. We left. Mm-hmm. everything in afghanistan and basically yeah. let them over overthrow the government yeah yeah so and, like and the soldiers mean yeah keep going yeah. keep going yeah you're good you're good and like <laughs> then there was like you know there was julius jones um there was mm-hmm. so many so many issues but here was my thing was that i had gotten to a point where i kind of started paying attention to and that's honestly that's what that's what should be happening and what should have happened was mm-hmm you get so caught up in it, you get so sucked into it, like what you said. And then you get to a point mm-hmm. where you kind of like take a step back and you sit there and you watch it all. And then when yeah. you watch it, it's like, because when your emotions and your heartstrings are tied to it, you're, mm-hmm. you're emotionally invested. And that's also obviously, you know, that's a, that's a, yeah. a tactic that's being used mm-hmm. to get a rise out of people and get them outraged. And then, you know, yeah. And I was watching all these, I I watched this go from one issue to another issue, to another issue, to another issue, to another issue. And Mm -hmm. it was kind of like, okay, it was like the same cycle. Yeah, it was. Yeah, new issue, outrage, Mm -hmm. you know, 16 ways to help support this cause, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, then came the tribalization. I think that's the word, the tribalizing. I don't know what, I don't don't know the correct term of that. Um, You know, if you don't, support this thing or if you don't support mm. them then you're racist yep. and then you suck or mm-hmm. you don't do this and or oh, you're yeah. terrible and then came the you know oh my god my heart breaks and i'm not and by the way i am not like judging anybody for doing this because i because obviously we did it um but it was yeah. like you watch the cycle and you're just like oh mm-hmm. okay wow this is actually really exhausting because we're going yeah. from one issue to another and that was the thing how many of us you know, besides signing a petition and making a post, how many of us, you know, actually really did anything, did anything, Mm -hmm. you know, exactly. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. That I, I feel the same about some of this stuff. Yeah. It's like, at the end of the day, do you really care enough to do anything? Are you really going to donate? Are you really going to, you know, commit to their cause? Have they really persuaded you enough? And for me, it was this, everyone was using the same language, you know, the same Mm-hmm. the same rhetoric, vocabulary same rhetoric, yeah and yeah and it just got so tiring i didn't want to hear it anymore I, I i got to a point where i i i have so much more peace when i'm not <laughs> ser- seriously no, yeah, when yeah. i'm not when that's yeah. when my ears aren't full of that stuff and yeah. you know Look, I got enough stuff, like you said i got enough stuff going on in my personal life yeah. to where i can't even handle the world's mess anymore. And it, it really got to a point where it discouraged me. Um, just all of the, all of the world events going on mm-hmm. and everything happening. And for me, you know, from a Christian perspective, yeah, looking at all this stuff happening and, you know, we know what happens, we, you yeah. know, what happens, this stuff has all been foretold mm-hmm. and we know, we know what the end game is. And so for me, it got discouraging because, you know, forget, forget we're all killing each other and going crazy, but you know, what's going to happen next. And it's every day we're getting closer and closer to, mm-hmm. you know, what the Bible tells us is going to happen in revelation to the, the, you know, the, of the rise of the, and the rise of the antichrist mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, what's going to happen. And I really, you know, my mom has, Every since I was a little girl, my mom told me, you know, we're we're in the end days, end times, oh all this God. stuff, and we've been in the end and, days oh, since Jesus left. Since Jesus left, exactly. Uh-huh. But then all of these big things started happening, and then it mm-hmm. kind of hit me, you know. I'm not saying, you know, no one knows the day or the time, mm-hmm. but I'm. I will say that with the stuff, you know, people are now getting chips in their hands, all the stuff going on with like (laughs) mandates and forced to get vaccines and forget that. But so I was in Israel in 2018 Mm -hmm. and this is something really cool that I I didn't know until I was there. But so there is a a prophecy in Isaiah, Mm -hmm. it's Isaiah 46. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you know it, 
but I was at the Dead Sea. We went to the Dead Sea and the mm. prophecy basically says that before when it when it's coming close to the Lord coming back, the Dead Sea is going to produce life again and there's going to be life in the Dead Sea. Mm. I didn't know this when I was there, but in 2018 there were so many earthquakes mm. in Israel and there were um, you know, what is it? springs coming up from under the dead mm-hmm. sea mm-hmm. and there was a documentary i watched about how there are fish in the dead sea again mm. and what was once dead is now coming back to life yeah. and i don't know if you know this but the dead sea is where sodom and gomorrah was oh, and I didn't know it that. wasn't mm-hmm. oh yeah that's why mm-hmm. you know um it's just so full of salt and sulfur and all that stuff yeah. but and mm. it wasn't yeah it wasn't a punishment it was a cleansing mm. um if you wow. go into I, I, I did an in-depth study on it after mm. i you know after i was there because i was mm-hmm. like this is so cool this is so interesting yeah. but um you know and just since i've just been very aware i'm not saying you know i'm not one of those people i'm planning my life mm. i you know i want to have a family i want to have kids yeah, yeah but and i'm not i'm not just living under a rock like jesus might come back today yeah at all yeah, yeah. However, it just kind of hit me like, what, what if he does come back in my lifetime? Mm -hmm. What if we do, what if it does get to such a bad place? And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to, it would take years and years for, you know, the temple to be built in Israel and all -hmm. these different things to go on. However, you know, that's, it's, it just, it hit me. I said, I was like, this is just a game. We're, we're kind of just in a game. Yeah. And what's going to happen thing. is going to happen. We yeah. have no control over it. No. And mm-hmm. you can get mad and discouraged, or you can just choose to focus on the good things in life. Me and my friend were having a discussion today about we need to focus on the good and the positive things. Because mm-hmm. that's what Paul said. He goes, I think of myself happy. You know, I remember the things that the Lord has done for me. Yes. And that's how mm-hmm. I talk myself up mm-hmm. and I keep myself going. Yeah. And I think, I think we all need that nowadays. <laughs> well, I think, no, you're, that's good because, you know, again, it's not, there's nothing wrong with being informed and there's nothing wrong with, you know, um, you know, speaking out for different causes and, you know, speaking out for different, you know, for different situations and things that are going on in the world. And then are also going mm-hmm. around going on in our, in our community and, you know, in the cities and in, in our country, but, oh, yeah. um, there is a thing of like you can get so wrapped up in that that mm-hmm. you forget that you know what like when i turn my when i turn this this thing off right here this this thing when i turn that off yeah it's my life it's my family exactly it's my it's yeah. my dog it's my it's my mm-hmm. job it's my oh, money yeah. it's my friends and all yeah. that stuff is i, I what hill do you want to die on at the end of the day? Exactly. Like yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I have my own livelihood to take care of. I have my own mm-hmm. things I have to take care of. And that does not mean that I, I walk around here, like you said, either with a with a with a water balloon over my head, waiting for that thing to burst, or walk mm-hmm. around here with a dark cloud over my head, expecting, expecting me to, you know, yeah, I could go through a traditional a traditional traffic stop and I could possibly lose, lose my life or even go to jail over something that was unfortunate. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, I try not to live my life that way because at the end of the day, like you said, you know, we got to think about the positive stuff and we spend so much time on the negative. And that's also mm-hmm. another thing that goes on with, you know, our media. It's not even just with the news. It's just with our media. It's just with, it's with ev- it's yeah. everything dwells on the negative. Nobody wants to exactly. watch uh, a happy movie about a family that's functional and the kids go to school and yeah. you know and everybody goes to church yeah. and everybody's happy no there's got to be some yeah, drama because no. oh yeah there has to be an affair there has yeah. to be you know a bunch yeah. of there, your cliche things that have to happen in order to make a movie interesting mm-hmm. and isn't that so sad mm. it's so sad and here here's another thing that okay yeah. so obviously we went to the same church for a while mm-hmm. and i'm sure we have opinions and stuff mm-hmm. but I remember just sitting and thinking because so many people talk about Christians and so many in such a negative way. And even I've done it before too, Mm. but you know, when, when the troops and all of the, you know, things were left in Afghanistan, Kenneth Mm. Copeland gave his private jet Mm -hmm. and spent like six or $7 million Mm. 
mm-hmm. to fly and go go rescue people mm-hmm. and to bring them back. Mm-hmm. Um, they're Christians. There are millions and millions of dollars that go into other countries, that go into organizations here that help people fight addiction, help you get people off the streets. If mm-hmm. you're homeless mm-hmm. in Atlanta or in LA, which mm-hmm. you, you know how bad it is in LA, mm-hmm. it's almost like you want to be because there are so many organizations mm-hmm. that are willing to help you if you're willing to work. I know I worked with the Atlanta Dream Center, I know, and that is 100% funded by churches. They do so much. Yeah. I mean, and, and what's so crazy is I've been to a couple of different places. I've seen some things where poverty mm-hmm. poverty was really bad. There is no place that I've been that has been worse than, worse than when I went and helped in the federal housing in Atlanta. Really? I mean, wow. you would not believe how bad it is mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. It's, and it makes me mad because the same people have been running, mm-hmm. running the city for years. And it's like, why don't you do anything? This is awful. Like there are kids being molested and abused and don't have water, don't have food, don't have clothes in the winter. Mm. And what are you doing? Yeah. You know, it's the churches who go in and help these kids. It is not the government. It's Mm. not the city. Mm -hmm. And because, and I I bring that someone um, who was an atheist Mm. on social media, media posted something about, churches and how you know christians are all you know just very negative stuff oh you fall with an atheist oh yeah (laughs) i mean i follow all different kinds of people i don't care oh i'm not i I mean perspectives yeah no i just i'm like oh you 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 fought you fall with it i mean i'm not it it's not it's not foreign because i know because obviously your personality i'm like oh no that that makes sense but it's like okay you know let me hear this story i want to hear this and hey oh yeah so she posted this negative stuff and so i i kind of clapped back at her and i said listen Mm -hmm. you know i get christians aren't perfect Mm -hmm. and your friends might have done something to you but you know what that doesn't make up for it because christians i know they give 10 percent, if not more of Mm -hmm. every paycheck they get Mm -hmm. to other people every Mm -hmm. single month Mm -hmm. okay they sponsor kids they in other countries and they're they do a lot to help the world the world would be a lot worse without mm. christians and at the end of the day like we said focusing on positive and negative yeah we can focus on how certain churches are run badly and you go in and you you get hurt because you know this is supposed to be a safe place where you know mm. people love the lord and then it ends up like really hurting you and it's oh, hard. It's buddy. hard. Oh, <laughs> I feel like we I feel can. like yeah. I feel like we have <laughs> shifted into that part of the conversation. And you know, Let's you know, go. you know me. I'm 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 all for hey. that. Hey. that. But you know what? I I, <laughs> <laughs> I I you know what though? I come from it now with a more um a more healed perspective. Not Good. perfect, but healed mm-hmm. um yeah. or healing because it's it's still mm-hmm. ongoing because i ain't gonna lie that that church hurt be flaring up sometimes that's what i posted something earlier a um, couple days i was like yeah yeah my church I know, be, I saw it. yeah i was like my church hurt be flaring up a little bit sometimes um yeah. because i yeah. see stuff or i feel something i'm like oh and then it's like it's like a, it's like mm-hmm. a bad it's like a rash it's, and i don't have a rash by the way i it's 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 okay. just feel <laughs> <laughs> it feels you, do, like you, you can go you can go see someone about it if oh you oh i need i need yeah i need <laughs> i need to but you know what that's um that's also something that i feel like um as we're talking i feel like that's something that needs to be uh funded an idea that need that probably i'm pretty sure it's it's out there and it's definitely like being uh talked about and obviously i've seen podcasts and things about mm-hmm. deconstruction and stuff like that also by the way the yeah. whole thing about because that's been a new um church culture trend now about deconstruction um mm-hmm. um i actually talked to a friend of mine out in costa mesa and he was telling me uh, maybe i'll bring him on the podcast but he was telling me like how deconstruction is a part of your faith like it's yeah. an ongoing thing. Like you mm-hmm. learn something for a certain amount of time 
then you un- yeah. then you go through things and then you unlearn it and then you relearn mm-hmm. and then you learn something else. So decon- that's a yeah. process, just like anything in life. You you learn oh, yeah. you learn the, a certain way of living and behaving and relating to other people, but then eventually. Mm-hmm. You, as you grow and as you mature, you realize that those things are becoming outdated. So now you need, need new information. Now you're unlearning those things. Anyway, that's a freebie. Yeah. But you're unlearning them. God's taking you mm-hmm. deeper into something. Yeah. I always say, yeah. The more the more I learn, the less I know, because exactly. I'll learn something, but mm-hmm. then it leads to um, uh, you open one door, and then there's three doors behind that door. Exactly. Then you open one of those, and then there's ten doors. Exactly. And there's exactly. so many layers to God. And yeah, mm-hmm. there are seasons where Mm-hmm. Not first, some of the best times of my life were when I was so plugged into my, to mm-hmm. my church and I had the best friends mm-hmm. and we had so much fun together. Mm-hmm. I mean, so much fun. And those were those seasons. I still look at them as a gift. Um, mm-hmm. and I learned a lot. However, yeah. I unlearned a lot yeah, after that's, it ended, <laughs> man. And you know what? Like, and that's important, but the idea was, I was saying was that there needs to be more, um, Number one needs, I feel like there needs to be more conversation and more, uh, I guess, I guess ideas or, or, or not ideas, but um, programs to help people deconstruct their faith. Um, and also people who have gone through what we call church hurt um, and mm-hmm. help them walk through that. Because I, I, I think when I was out there in, in, um, in Costa Mesa and I was talking to, to my friend Mason, um, I didn't realize like, cause he was telling me about his church hurt and I was telling him about mine and I was like, Oh, I, am n- I his church hurt just pumbles mine. Like, cause the stuff that he's been through, I'm like, Oh my God, I can't imagine. But it was like, you know what? Like you really do need to see a professional. Um, like, because mm-hmm. it's not just about, you know, it's not just about going to church and paying a tithe and, going to youth conferences mm-hmm. and going to on Sundays and you're going to the Christmas services. And like, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's obviously people go there for spiritual um, inspiration mm-hmm. and people go there to be, you know, revived spiritually and emotionally. And also, you know, everything that most pastors are saying from a pulpit, most of us are consuming that on a daily basis and we're applying that to our lives, whether if it's mm-hmm. correct or if it's incorrect or it's misguided or it's guided by something or it's rooted in something. So it's like, yeah. it's, it's psychological. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's all about the mind and it's about, and it's about your spirit. And when you make that investment into people like that, and then they are let down from a yeah. fallout, from a bad relationship. I mean, unfortunately, from any forms of abuse, um, physical, yeah. emotional, sexual, like that takes a huge toll on people. And that mm-hmm. is one of the reasons why when you see people on on TV and on, in movies and, and, and in music bashing Christians and Christianity in the church, a lot of that has mm-hmm. to do with the fact that if you really like sit back and pay attention, not just you, but all of us, it's kind of like, you know, a lot of time, my, one of my biggest things or one of my biggest issues is that we, a lot of us don't take the time to ask the question why, um, yeah. when it comes to a situation where it's like, okay, why are, yeah. why are they, for example, why are they acting out in that way? Why are they against Christianity? Why are they hurt? Mm-hmm. Why are they speaking so bad about, you know, Joel Osteen, who's apparently who's always the 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 sacrificial <laughs> lamb for because he's got the <laughs> biggest church in America. Um, you know that man. Yeah. I swear he takes he takes pills. I yeah. like <laughs> he's got it. He's, he's got it. I don't know how you're that happy all the time. But yeah. he's, he's got to, man. Like it, there's no way it, it, he's taking something. Probably on he's volume. Something. Yeah, probably on volume or something. I, I don't know. But, but like, yeah, it was like, you, you, you don't, not you, but you know, us in general, we we don't sit back and we, we don't, we don't observe enough to go. All right. Because obviously, because most of us don't really care to a certain extent and that's fine. That's normal. But it's like to those that do, and also those who want to understand what are, what are the most conversations or what what are the most uh, statements start off with when it comes to stuff like that? I don't understand blank. Well, okay. Boom. That's your answer right there. You don't understand. We'll figure it out. Find out why do people not mm-hmm. want to go to church? Why do people feel yeah. like they have, they can't find any um, rest or 
safety um, or healing in a place that is literally symbolizes that. Why don't they mm-hmm. feel that way? Because there's there's a disconnect somewhere. Somewhere somebody is not some either somebody wasn't telling the truth. Somebody hurt them. Either it was a parent mm-hmm. or it was a grandparent or it was a you know and and that and and a lot yeah. of it also has to do with the fact that we're we're not we're all not perfect. Like none exactly. of us, nobody's perfect. So it's like, yeah. you know, but in the, in our faith, perfection, unfortunately, is is in this weird. It's it's just this weird thing. Where people, don't, it's it's just miscommunication of holiness mm-hmm. and perfection. And a lot of times, yeah. that's the issue where people think in order for you to be holy, you have to be perfect. But you already are holy. Like that's, it, yeah. you know, so it's like, I can go. And you'll to, never be yeah. perfect. Exactly. Go ahead. I'll let you and, talk about and, it. And well, and pastors aren't perfect. I also think it's a, it it's a maturity to knowing that. And I got hurt like this too. The people who we put on pedestals and think who are so great and amazing. Go ahead. They're no, they're normal people. Mm-hmm. They really are. Mm-hmm. They just happen to preach on Sundays or they just happen to work for a church. And some people don't understand like a lot of churches, they're businesses, they're jobs, you know, say it again. This is, mm-hmm. I, they wouldn't necessarily be there every week if they weren't getting paid to be there. Exactly. And don't get me wrong. Like the pastors I have now, I was, I was just at their house the other night, mm-hmm. you know, ate dinner with them. And what makes me, I love it now because I understand like, even though they're, and they talk about, you know, a pastor and his wife, they're married and they talk about their relationships and their flaws and they have a sense of humor and they're fun. You know, mm-hmm. they're not, they don't just preach on Sunday, you know, yeah. that's yeah. yeah. And when, when you're preaching on Sunday, you, yes, in that moment you are doing, you know, God's will and you mm-hmm. can, you know, allow yourself to believe that that person is communicating God's will to you in that moment, but it doesn't mean in their 24 hours a day that they do that all day, every day. 